0: Five people were gunned down last week in an East Raleigh neighborhood, including a 16-year-old boy and an off-duty Raleigh police officer. It's the kind of tragedy we hold our breath for. The sort of thing we fear is just a matter of when it comes to our community, not if. A mass shooting. Here at WRAL, news like this releases an all-hands-on-deck response. We went into continuous coverage, shifting regular programming in favor of an entire night Thursday of news coverage. All of that runs through what we call the assignment desk here at WREL, and today on the daily download, we're joined by Mary Alice Bell, who has been on that desk for 17 years. Mary Alice, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Let's start with this shooting Thursday. How did we find out about it, and and what happens in the in the seconds after we do? So
1: it was about 5:15. And it came over the scanner as an automated woman's voice. And it said, shooting at, I can't remember the address, the whole address, but it was shooting at 60-something Osprey Cove Road or Lane. And it actually took us a moment to try and figure out how the lady was pronouncing the name of the road. That's usually... Because she goes so fast. And it was a weird name. And so it took us a minute. And so we're like, okay. So we wrote down the name. And then it came over again as an automated woman saying, shooting on Osprey Cove Road.
0: And this is a police scanner that that you and others on the desk are just listening to all day long. Yes,
1: we have. We probably have about eight of them and we don't hear as much as we used to the scanner frequencies and stuff have been they've been changed so that that we can't hear a lot of what's going on anymore we used to be able to hear Officers talk every day about what's going on, but now we don't hear much of anything. We just hear the automated call.
0: But you could hear, I think, do do they still do the tones for ambulances?
1: Sometimes, but not in this case. They didn't do that. So we already had the helicopter up, which was a plus because we were up over the fair because it had opened. But we had, it was weird, we had a break in the time of when the helicopter was going to go and the next time the helicopter's hit was for the fair. And the pilot had heard some chatter about a brush fire. And he was like, "Let me, we're going to go check it out. We have time, no problem. Then as they were going to check out the brush fire, the shooting call came over the scanner. So we quickly turned him around and sent him over to the shooting because the way that we work here is as soon as we hear something like that, Regardless of what it is, we're all hands on deck for it until we get there and find out what it is.
0: The first step is to figure out how serious this is, and, and fortunately in this case, it was about as serious as it
1: gets. Absolutely, and we didn't know that yet. We had no idea because it came over as every other shooting comes over. As it, it, We didn't know if it was a suicide. We didn't know if someone had shot someone. It could have been an accidental shooting. We just didn't know.
0: And sadly— You hear something like this daily?
1: Daily, yeah. I mean, it was 15 minutes before I was supposed to leave work. And I was like, oh, a shooting. But, you know, know, as anybody would be about, you know, oh, I've got one more audit to do before I leave or, you know, or something like that. I mean, because it just is so matter of fact in the news. So we're sending the helicopter over. And then we got a tip because there are other frequencies that people can hear on the scanner that we can't, that we're not privy to live to hear. And we heard that an off-duty officer had been shot. Mm. So at that point, we're just thinking, we've got an off-duty officer shot. Maybe it was an argument. Maybe, you know, that's where we're at. So now we know that we've got us in an entire crew. Once we get there, we see a large scene but then there's another scanner that we have that's like a state scanner where then we heard more stuff. We heard more information. I heard the officer an officer say to the rest of the officers that were on scene, "Put your active put your active shooter gear on now."
0: And that's when we knew yeah that it was and, still very dangerous.
1: Yeah. And that's when I knew my worst nightmare was happening at work.
0: So you're working the desk, which is, it's in the newsroom. It's kind of a raised platform. It is the beating heart of this operation. Yep. Multiple phones. Are they ringing off the hook at this point? Are our viewers calling, are reporters calling in?
1: So they weren't ringing off the hook at this point. What we had done is our other assignment editor, Kara, had gotten on Broadcastify. It's another another scanner application that we can use. And she rewound it and started listening to the scanner traffic that we can't hear live. And that's when she started hearing that there were multiple people that were assumed
0: to have been shot. And also an an unusual. See, a lot of times... When news happens, we know, may not know exactly what's happened in the beginning, but we know where to go. This was a spread out scene. I mean, the first. Yeah. So how do you know? First of all, how many crews are we sending at this point? And where are you sending them? How is that decision being made for such a large area? Because it was the first shots we believe were fired on a neighborhood street. Mm -hmm. And then the shooter apparently ran onto a greenway Mm -hmm. and was shooting more people. And then the police Mm -hmm. ended up searching house to house. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a wide area.
1: Yep. So we didn't know that there had been anyone shot on the greenway yet. We knew that we had this active shooter situation just from what we had heard. We didn't have locations on anybody. We didn't know what was going on. So all we knew was that Osprey Cove address. That's all we had. So we put the helicopter up. And once you have that helicopter up, you then get the sense of what you're dealing with because then you can see where all of the officers are at. Like you look at the cop cars and you, know, you see the crime scene tape and then that's how you can visually start confirming what's going on. The problem in this situation is him is such a large neighborhood, it might as well be a mini city. And so we have to focus on more than one spot, but it's hard because you're dealing with a brand new situation we've never dealt with before. So at that point, we had our breaking news tracker headed that way, which he was already headed that way as soon as we heard the word shooting, because that's, that's kind of how we react. Then our other and then our other nightside crew started heading that way. Once we found out that it was an officer that was involved in the shooting, then once we found out that we were dealing with an active shooter, that's when we start calling all the crews that are already working dayside and saying, "Hey, it's a double. We're working an active shooter. You have to go."
0: Yeah, and at that point, there is essentially. One story. One story.
1: One story. I think the weirdest thing was to tell people that they were going into a situation that involved an active shooter. It was very weird to tell them to go since I didn't know where the shooter was. But I'm confident enough to know that the police department isn't going to let us anywhere near it. But that being said, it was hard to figure out where to send them. So you send them as close as you can to the address that you know, and that's where our first crew went, and they were stopped at the entrance to the neighborhood.
0: I want to talk more about that, about how you know where to go and how important that is. But first, let's take a a quick little break here with Mary Alice Bell here at WRAL. All right, welcome back. This is The Daily Download. I'm Travis Vane talking to Mary Alice Bell who works in and runs the NERB Center, for lack of a better word, of WRAL's news operation. We call it the assignment desk. You were talking about responding to this mass shooting Thursday and sending reporters. You know, there's an old adage in news. Get as close as you can. Mm -hmm. But when you know there's someone with a gun or guns and we don't know exactly where they are, it's hard to send people into that situation. And yet that's what we do. Yep. So how what do you hear from reporters as they're trying to cover the news what what talk a little bit about the give and take between the desk and the crews and what you're hearing and how you're trying to synthesize all that into a a plan into an action plan
1: Well yesterday it was hard because I think I was still dealing with the fact that I was coming to terms that we were dealing with an active shooter and how do you tell your reporter your friend that this is what's going on and you have to go right but you do it and they take it and they go and that's just the way that's why we're here i mean it's one thing to ask someone to you know go and check out a possible something or another you know but when you know what you have our team fits like a puzzle succinctly immediately it's just how it works. And they are, where do you want me? Where do you need me? This is how long it's going to take me to be there. And right. that's essentially how it worked yesterday.
0: How common is news of this And I don't mean a, a mass shooting. I know those are very rare. But something where we go into continuous coverage, particularly not for weather. We, we, mm-hmm. we, we, where we just basically we throw out every other plan. And we say, this is the story and this is what we're going to about. How, how often does that happen?
1: God, maybe once a quarter, maybe, Right. maybe. And it's always something you, it, it's just like life, you know, you plan for the worst and what happens is nothing that you've ever planned for. Right. And that's kind of how we roll here. That's how, what
0: happens. How stressful is it? I like, I mean, how often at the end of the day do you just, are you shaking are you do you break down in tears because of the stress because so often what's news is somebody's nightmare
1: yeah you know i don't think it was until the pandemic that my job started weighing on me i don't know if it was the pandemic or age or that i'm a mom now that i have more riding on just the day to day things that you know, stress me out. But it hasn't been until recently that I've really broken down on stories. I, I, and I, it's probably the mom in me because, for the most part, it's my it's my profession. It's why I got in the I got in the news not to cover car accidents. I got in the news to cover mass shootings so that we can help the community know what's going on and try and give them the information that they need
0: yeah because there are some stories where it the news business becomes a lot more important, yes, and this is the kind of story and i I ask about the stress, not you know not because it's the most important thing here, obviously mm-hmm. it's not. there are people who aren't coming home exactly ever again, exactly, but your stress is replicated in other people in the news business, police officers mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about having to go to a scene and not knowing what to expect or where I mean yeah. They're the tip unimaginable.
1: Of the and to hear it is hard because you almost feel like you're invading someone's, not privacy, but you're invading their life because you can hear what that officer is going through. You know, you can see it from Sky 5 and I'm the one that put the helicopter up over it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it's a for me, at least in the news, it's a silent stress. I don't know I'm stressed until it happens. And I don't know why a lot of times I won't know why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting until afterwards. Like I got home last night, went straight to bed, woke up this morning, got my kids ready for school, dropped them off, came home and I lost it. I've been crying ever since. And it's because of what we went through last night. And I don't think that my body or my brain knows how to process it. Yeah. Because I wasn't there. I wasn't personally affected by the loss of someone that I love. But I was a part of it in a way that tells the story to everybody else.
0: And that's that's what we try to present in the news but but there is something different when you're the first person hearing it when you're listening yeah. when you listen to these scanners, and I know we can't hear as much as we but i mean you can hear if the officer's out of breath because they're chasing yes. someone. you can hear that little bit of fear in their voice it yeah. is It is different, and it is really impactful
1: it is you i've i mean I've heard officers shoot people. On scanners, When the tornadoes hit back in, oh, was it 2011 maybe? I can't remember. Maybe it was earlier than that. I heard the first EMS crew get on scene to a mobile home park that was devastated. And I heard the EMS person say that children were dead. Mm. And it was the first thing I heard after the tornado hit. Because that tornado hit, everything went quiet. The power went out everything comes back to life and the scanners come back to life. And that's the first thing I heard.
0: Yeah.
1: And you, you're, you front row seat to other people's lives being changed. And how do you deal with that? Right.
0: Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to Mary Ellis. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. I mean, we know that, news and the way we cover it is not the most important thing here. The most important thing are these families. Absolutely. But on this podcast, we want to take people inside the process, the decisions we make and why we make them and how this all plays out. That's what this podcast is for. When breaking news hits, I hope folks know that the best thing to do is turn on the TV, look to wrl.com But I want people to know, too, that after the fact, you can listen to entire WRL newscasts be a podcast. If you miss something, you want to go back, just search WRL Newscast in your podcast app. We update that multiple times a day. And please keep sticking with us here on the daily download as we try to take you behind the curtain a little bit. Thank you for your time and thank you for your attention. away.